0: Welcome to the sixth episode of Mouse Ears Required, our Disney podcast and the countdown to our Disney World January 2022 vacation.
1: What's going on, everyone? Thanks for coming back for another week of our podcast. I am Tim, here with my wife, Abby. Abby, how is your wonderful weekend going?
0: it's good it's good we had a great girls day at the pool yesterday got some sun got to hang out with some friends while tim got to play some volleyball so we both had i think good saturdays and excited to be here on sunday and get ready for the week
1: awesome so this week we're going to do our bucket list resorts um these are going to be resorts that we want to go to and we have not been yet. We will be doing a separate podcast about resorts that we want to return to for one reason or another. This, uh, this episode is just gonna be on the ones that we haven't been to and we want to go to. Um, we broke it down, uh, I know at least I did. I think Abby should be pretty much on par um, with three separate resorts. Um, and then we have the kind of resorts that they are, have a little bit of information about them. Um, pros and cons, kind of a vibe. And then a food place that we were looking forward to there, and a drink place that we're looking forward to there. Um, So with all that being said, I'll let Abby go first.
0: Okay, so I had a really hard time. I actually changed last minute what my third one was going to be. So I'm going to start with that one because I feel like it's the, I don't know, one that if people said, where would you stay, that they would be unexpectedly surprised by what I picked. So. I picked Boulder Ridge Villas at the Wilderness Lodge. I've never been to the Wilderness Lodge, no part of it, no rooms there whatsoever. I haven't really... um been intrigued to go there I guess it's just not kind of the vibe that I usually go for is that like outdoorsy vibe that's not who I am or I feel like we are as people so I like
1: the outdoors don't speak for me well okay I've been there or else it would be on my list
0: okay so for Boulder Ridge Villas at Wilderness Lodge they're considered a deluxe villa they are a Magic Kingdom resort so they're going to be in that resort area and right now when we pulled up the disney website it said that the one bedroom deluxe villa is going for $6.93 a night um from there you can either take a boat or a bus the boat to access the Magic kingdom or a bus to access anywhere else on disney property so that's a plus for me just right off the bat is that there are two forms of transportation shake 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 says nala and That you don't necessarily have to stand in line to get onto a bus or something like that. You have the option of grabbing a boat to head over to the Magic Kingdom if that's where you're headed for the day. Or maybe you just grab the boat to Magic Kingdom and take that to the next destination of wherever you're going. Um, For me, just some positives are that it's supposed to be themed off of like a 1960s railroad hotel and my uncle worked in the railroad industry his entire life and kind of talks about it so I think it'd be cool. It's also supposed to be Pacific Northwest food at this resort and Tim and I have always talked about wanting to go to the Pacific Northwest, you know, Oregon, Seattle, so this would be a nice introduction into that area. Uh, For me, the place that I would definitely want to grab a drink is at the Geyser Point Bar because it's on the water. It's supposed to have like that view of the water where you can grab a drink at the end of the day and just looks really cool. Okay, I lied. That's where I want to go and eat. Um, Where I want to go and drink is the Territory Lounge, which is supposed to be a cabin-themed bar and lounge that has craft beer. And Tim and I are big craft beer drinkers, so we definitely want to head over there to grab a craft beer. After a long day at the park, I just think it would be fun. You Also, another positive for this resort is you're going to have access to the other wilderness lodge resorts, so whether that's the cabin areas or different things like that. It'd be great to just have access to whatever other amenities are there. Um, I guess the only negative for me is this just really isn't my vibe because like I said earlier, I'm not really an outdoorsy person, But also, being on the lagoon means you have water pageant access, which is the only parade going on right now at Disney. So it would be really cool to see that. And I found, after scavenging the site for a little bit, that they also have a salon there that you can get a mani-pedi at, which would always be nice after, you know, a few really long days at the park to be able to go in there and have somebody rub your feet for you. So what do you think about my first pick?
1: Sounds exactly like you. You're, you can't say that no one would pick it and then say you want to live in the Pacific Northwest, but that hotel doesn't vibe. That doesn't make sense.
0: I mean, like if if somewhere to <laughs> if somebody were to guess which resorts I would want to stay at, I don't feel like they would guess this one. Is what I meant. I
1: don't know, but okay, sounds good. Sounds but good. But those are
0: the reasons I would want to stay there. All right, what's your first one?
1: Very well put together, probably better than mine, but. Um, uh, I'm going to start with the one that everyone kind of knows is coming, including my lovely wife. Um, and that one is Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, I've talked about in other episodes too, but uh, I just really want to stay there. So it is a deluxe level resort. Um, looking up the price, it shows at about approximately $500 a night. It's not cheap. Um, however, I think it'd be a really cool experience. The specific room that I would like is the savannah view king suite um, that kind of looks over the savannas, and there's over 30 different species that they have there um, and I just think it'd be a really cool experience to look out the views to die for um, and giraffes and giraffes and zebras and all those other animals but um, but the location of the resort is pretty good for me as well um, I'm a big big fan of Animal Kingdom obviously so that's close um, Hollywood studios is close and so is blizzard beach. Now, even though Abby is not a big fan of the water parks, I still like them. So I'd like to be close to them. That's a, it's a big benefit for me. The cons is falls into the cost of it. It's not cheap, but nothing at Disney is. And it's kind of the, the deal that you make. Um, the other thing that kind of caught me off guard and it wasn't so much just for this one, but hotels in general in Disney world is like, they're all kind of outdated. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Um, and this, is, this falls into that category. It was a little bit outdated for me. I'm not a high need person, but the bathrooms in particular were a little bit outdated. Not the end of the world. I still want to go there, it still made my list. So it's a big deal for me. Um, for the food that I would want, I'm gonna murder these names and I apologize in advance, but it's the Jico and Wanamaya Safari. Um, and basically what that is is an experience that you pay for, but it's um, it's a 90-minute private safari tour, um, and you get to see all the animals affermented before, as well as dinner at Gico and that's everything included, and it runs about $209 a person, um, which is a lot of money, but again, you're paying for the experience that you really wouldn't be able to get to do anywhere else. Um, so that is my pick for food, and then for the drink, It's Victoria Falls Lounge. Um, The aesthetic of it is very South African as is the whole resort in general. And that is pretty cool. Um, They have a fire pit, which Abby and I are always about. And they have a tour of South Africa wines. um, And I look forward to doing that as well. So um, that is my pick for that.
0: Well, I don't think there's any surprise there that that's the resort that you would pick to stay at, and I don't hate water parks. They're just not top of the priority for me, so... Literally
1: hasn't shown up yet in our entire <laughs> podcast, so... <laughs> we just didn't
0: go to them that much, so I feel like when you say you don't know about like certain things that you feel like I'm more knowledge about, that's something I don't feel like I have a lot of knowledge of, so we'll have to do an episode about the water parks, and you can be the all-knowing
1: one. I don't all know. I've just been enjoyed... My personal thing. What's yours? Next one.
0: Okay. So my second one is going to be um, Port Orleans, the French Quarter. This is considered a modern resort. It is in the Disney Springs location. So close access to all that shopping and everything. You have access there again. So boat and bus. You can take a boat to the Disney Springs area and then a bus gets you to all the other resorts and parks and all of that stuff i think the positives for me at this are just the new orleans decor we do live in charleston so i feel like we get a little bit of that with like the wrought iron porches and the gas lanterns and all those things are a little bit present here but definitely present in new orleans so getting to stay at a resort that's like that um i like that they have um they're kind of like connected to the other Port Orleans Riverside, I know they're separated, but you're able to get to the other one, so you would have access to all of the um, like amenities that that resort also has to offer. Plus, it's one big resort. If you do any of the activities there, like you can rent those pedal bikes where like it's four people and you can kind of pedal around. I know they have like horse-drawn carriages that takes you all around the entirety of the Port Orleans Resort. And then, um, why are you laughing at me?
1: Because it's my next one.
0: Oh, that's funny. So, I, Tim and I didn't tell each other what our three resorts were going to be. So, this is, he's learning, out, learning mine just as much as I'm learning his. So, when it comes to some of the negatives for me, I feel like it's pretty far away from the park since it is a Disney Springs resort. So, it's going to take you a while if you have to take a bus to get to any of the resorts, which just may mean, you know, Waking up a little bit earlier to make sure you get there when you want to when it opens or when you want to get there for the day And it's also going to take you a little bit longer to get back and spoiler alert Kathy doesn't love bus rides. They make her sick and we've had to like Hurry off of them multiple times <laughs> because she isn't feeling well So longer bus trips for us just don't always have the fondest of memories for me as a child So but if it were just Tim and I, I don't think that would be a problem at all When it comes to eating there, I'm super excited to eat the beignets. They have Mickey shaped beignets at the French quarter side, so I think that's awesome. When it comes to drinks, there's a place called Scat Cats Club, which is a jazz club, which I think would be a great place to get something to drink after the parks and just listen to some jazz music. I think that's a good vibe to slow down the day um when i was looking at this resort the only negatives i really saw and i think this is just because tim and i are foodie people is there's not a ton of food options here and um you know I, when i say options i mean options just at the french quarter if you would include all porter Orleans, then yes there would be more and just being far away from the parks would be my only negatives for this resort. I don't know if I said the price, but um, being a moderate resort, it is um, estimated to be around $250 a night to stay here in their standard um, room. So I would be, that would be number
1: two. Same. (laughs) What else? was literally what I wrote. Um, So for my pros, I have, it was near Epcot so it's not far from Epcot which I think it would be a good cultural experience which is why I liked it in the first place. I feel like the aesthetic of the French Quarter is something I would enjoy as far as architecture and things like that go. Um, overall I think it would be something that's visually appealing. A lot of good people watching. Um, I feel like Epcot being relatively close um, is kind of the same idea where you get the different types of cuisine and food and experiences culturally. Um, so that's kind of the cool side of all the cons is there's not a whole lot else near it. Um, which isn't a big deal for me, but like you said, for us, I don't think it'd be an issue. Um, for both of our families, I think there'd be a little bit of cons coming in if we were either with either one of them. Um, the, I wrote a big con for me was that there wasn't a lot of food options. And just like Abby said, if, if you include the surrounding areas, sure. But for the purpose of this podcast and this episode, um, I only encounter or included what was there. Um, for my drinks, I said so the Scott Cats Club. Um, it's just sitting and jazz, and I really enjoy jazz music as far as experiences go. It's not like I'm listening to it on a regular, but I enjoy the relaxing feel of it and the skill and talent it takes to perform it, and it's just a nice overall feel. Um, I feel for food. There's really only one place there, which is kind of a bummer. Um, again, gonna terrorize this name. I'm apologizing in advance, but it's the Sassagola Floatworks and Food Factory is the main restaurant there. Um, I am super excited for gumbo there. I love gumbo in general. I've never been to New Orleans. Um, don't know if I want to go to New Orleans, but I, I like the idea of it. And so that's that will be a good um, alternate for me to get that experience without having to go there. Um, but I'm sure I will. I love food so much and drinks and architecture. It's, it's made for me. So, Maybe one day. Um, so that's why I picked that. My honorable mention, which I added to a couple of mine, is something that Abby kind of talked about. And that was the horse-drawn carriages. Um, I think that would be kind of cool to do uh, like animals a lot, as we all know. I think it has um, a really cool aesthetic to it, taking you around all of Port uh, Orleans and just to get an experience out of it. It's $55 a person, um, which is a pricey sure, but for the overall theme of Disney. I don't feel like that's terrible, and it'd be a pretty cool experience. Um, So that is also my number two as well. Ironically enough, like Abby said, we don't have any idea what's on each other's list. Hopefully our last one um, is different. We'll find out here in a couple seconds, but um, I'm excited for it. I don't think it's the same. I would be shocked if it is, but that's kind of the fun behind it, and that's kind of why we didn't tell each other is because... We wanted it to be genuine to each other. Maybe for podcast purposes, we should have collaborated a little bit so they're different. But as you all know, one, we're new to this. Two, we're not trying to make it like other podcasts. So that is that.
0: If you would have gone first, I could have audibled because I did a fourth one just in case. Well, you
1: can do that so. one at the end regardless. We'll do a collective <laughs> Unless it's the same, at some point. But.
0: <laughs> okay. So am I up to go? I want to go next. In okay, case you, you need go audible. next in case I need to
1: Audible. <laughs> well, we'll be fine. Um, my third one and last one is the Disney Riviera Resort. Is that what yours? <laughs>
0: that was my Audible. If I okay. needed to Woo! go there.
1: <laughs> All right. Cool. That's um, funny. This one was kind of out there for me. I picked it because it was different than the rest. Uh, right. I talked a little bit about the disney hotels being a little bit outdated and a little bit behind that's not the case for this one um, this is
0: their newest one to open so i just- never
1: heard of it before i went on this adventure yeah um so i'm pretty excited for it um i think aesthetically it's amazing um it's up to date um there's a little pros and cons so going into it a little bit um the biggest pro is that it's bougie it looks nice um uh, from top to bottom for those that don't know what bougie means it's just fancy. Um, it's modern living at its best the room that i, I kind of quoted if you will um and that i picked that i would dream world like to stay in is the one bedroom villa uh with the preferred view uh, the non preferred view or the standard view is looking at a parking lot i don't really care about views i'm not that type of person i find um corny as it is the beauty and everything if you will but the standard view is the view of a parking lot which uh, preferably i'd like not like to do and this is a preferably type thing so um, that room for the dates that we're going this year, uh, the dates I used for just for reference, uh, is nine hundred and thirty-four dollars a night. So it's going. To we're going in it.
0: January, right after um, new, new Year's Day. So just to give you some reference of what those dates look
1: like. Absolutely. So that is that. It's a deluxe villa resort, which is a whole new category that Abigail and I did not know existed. Um, but it's pretty much their top tier. Am I right in saying that? Yes. Um, so, 9.34 night, for me to want to stay there, it has to have everything, um, and being full disclosure, uh, I'll get into it a little bit here, but it doesn't. Um, I don't feel like it has everything for that kind of price point, but I think it's cool, and I think it would be cool to stay in. Um, so going into some more of the pros, um, it's just modern living at the best in Disney. It's not like anything else that I saw that Disney has um, it doesn't really feel Disney esque, which is kind of, I guess, a con as well, but it could be a little bit of a getaway to get to it, um, kind of a deal. It's close to MGM and Epcot, which is two things I'm really looking forward to. That's a big thing for me. Um, but the biggest cons are, are its price um, and the food options. It's kind of lackluster, if, if at best. Um, for me, that's cool. me. Okay. I, I okay. wasn't drawn to a lot of them. I think. Okay the um the terrace that they have the was it tapo topolino's topolino's terrace is cool for sure but that's it um it's for, a rooftop restaurant yes it's very cool cool view for nine thirty four a know. night i need know. more than just a cool view if this was one of what's the lower ones called i forget I moderate I yeah or... like a moderate level sure then i might be a little bit more open to it. i think it'd be cool um But I just feel like for the price point, there should be more, so that's why I'm kind of bummed about it. Um, But it is rooftop. It's kind of cool to see. They have a cafe there, um, and it's called La Petite, or La Petite, sorry, excuse me. La
0: Petite, I think.
1: Okay, either way, I can't read my own handwriting, but that's nothing new. Um, But I think that'd be really cool to have. That'd be good to get up, start your day. I like coffee a lot. It'll keep me going. I think it's really cool. I think it'd be a cool experience. Um, I'm also just a cheapo um, on some of this stuff, especially at a place like Disney World where you, most of your time is spent at the parks and that's where I want my time to be spent. Um, so paying a crazy amount for a hotel that doesn't have a lot of amenities for me, like the other ones that I kind of listed off is kind of a bummer, um, but I'm, it sounds really negative right now. That's not what I meant to be. It's an awesome hotel with awesome views, um, really modern, really cool. They have a lot of different options. They have multiple bedroom villas that are also expensive, but, you know, if you go with another couple, it can kind of be somewhat reasonable, but I think it'd be cool to experience. So, that is my pick, Abigail.
0: Yes. You can
1: add your two cents since it was your alternate, if you like.
0: Okay, so these are my two cents. It has Skyliner access, which I think is definitely a positive, so you have the Skyliner or the bus. Skyliner can get you to other resorts or to some of the parks, so that was a plus for me. Um just the european style of the resort i think like tim said is very bougie so i think it would be cool to stay there they do have bar riva which would be my place of picks to go get a drink at the end of the day i do like the la petite cafe um you know croissant and coffee just sounds amazing i like this as it is an epcot resort and on the skyliner you have access to the boardwalk so you could go over there if you needed more restaurant options or just an activity to do at night and then i did i think for the price i think the negative for me is that the pool is the really the only like recreation option there like i couldn't find another thing quote unquote for us to do like we kind of talked about the carriage ride at the french quarter and it literally only lists the pool so there isn't much else to do does say it has two pools like a kid friendly pool and then more of a relaxation pool but that was it but i would just enjoy living the bougie lifestyle while we were there i think it would be really nice for maybe a special occasion or something
1: i agree i just don't the food really gets me like like you said there's plenty of stuff nearby but that can be the case for most of these results right. that we looked at like even some of the moderate ones there's stuff like that so i don't think it's fair to give them benefit of doubt on it. i mean the fact that they have one restaurant and two bars, is that right?
0: I think or like yeah, like no, no. A, cafe a cafe and cafe, no, a, yeah. bar. a drink
1: in a bar, yeah. And then you go to somewhere which is also a deluxe resort like Animal Kingdom Lodge and there's two or three restaurants and numerous bars. Yeah. I just I don't it doesn't make sense, especially now finding out that it is a newer resort, like you yes. would think they would plan for, it, but maybe there wasn't enough room. Or maybe they're taking into account that there's so much other stuff nearby. So that makes sense, too. But for the purpose of this podcast, I solely looked at it as a resort itself. Like, what does the resort have?
0: Yeah, and what was your price for Animal Kingdom?
1: Animal Kingdom ran about... $500 Five hundred a night, okay. relatively depending on. So where. I
0: looked at the cheapest room at this one, which was six nineteen. So still more money than Animal Kingdom, and you get less dining options and less activities. Yes. But I guess because it's so new, they can obviously like stamp that price tag on it. When even though Animal Kingdom, it sounds like to us cool. is a better fit for us because we like the food and the animals and more. You know, maybe, and plus price is better. So. Yeah,
1: but I also think that even from what I've heard from other people at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, is like, there's scents that go with that. Oh, yeah. And so that's a negative for some people. Um, is it my favorite thing? No. But I'm willing to ignore that because of the experience that we would get there and my love for animals and that whole culture, South African culture and African culture in general, has always been really interesting, artistic to me. So it's kind of a trade-off to each your own. Um, by no means do I think my opinion is right. It's just my thoughts on it currently, so what's that. What is your non-alternate last one?
0: Okay, so I'm going pretty much, like, blow it out of the water with this last one because I picked the Polynesian Villas and Bungalow, the bungalow specific. I looked up the rate for the bungalow on the dates that we were going, and it's $3,087 a night, so talk about all the monies. But you see these overwater bungalow places in like bora bora and i think they have them in jamaica and always just you know super intrigued me so i figure if we're going bucket list item this is my bucket list item it's a deluxe villa resort it's a magic kingdom resort it's located on the seven seas lagoon so you have um three types of transportation boat bus and monorail to be able to get to and from there depending on what park you're going to and this place has tons of places to eat and drink at Um, they have the spirit of aloha dinner which i remember doing once as a kid where you go and they have the dancers and all that stuff and i just thought that was really cool they have a tiki lounge there and it sounds like they have some pretty cool drinks on the menu, one that includes like the pineapple soft serve. Of course, they have the Dole Whip is available there because, you know, it's one of the places that you can pick that up. They have an Ohana character breakfast, and I've also heard great things about Ohana for other meals, but I saw the character breakfast and you get character breakfast with Lilo and Stitch, and I love Stitch. He's one of my favorite characters to run into the park. They have another lounge called the Tambu Lounge, and then they have Captain Cook's that has Tonga Toast, something that you can also get in Magic Kingdom, but originated here at the Polynesian Resort. So just tons of places to eat. I feel like that's kind of been limited in the other places. On a side note, if you want to stay in a regular room at the Polynesian, it's only $618 a night. Compared to my $3,000 price tag for the bungalow, that seems a lot more reasonable, but you still get access to all of these places to eat, so. Those are positives. I said easy access to the Magic Kingdom, and when you're staying at the resort, you can still see the fireworks when those are happening, kind of hear things. It's another one that's on the water, so just like when we were talking about um, Wilderness Lodge, you get access to the Water Pageant, which is one of the only parades that you can see right now. Um, I think if I were to stay here at the Polynesian, I would want to stay if we were staying for a long time, because this, with everything that they have there, I would actually want to spend some time in the hotel. And when it comes to like, at least when Tim and I have talked about Disney vacations in the past, that we haven't spent a lot of time at a hotel, except for maybe on like travel days where we aren't planning to go to the park that day. So this is one I would want to stay, at. if we were going to be there for a while so we could actually enjoy the hotel. And just being so close to the Magic Kingdom, I think just gives it an extra. Plus, like I was telling Tim right before this, this is one of the, og resorts it was there when the magic kingdom opened on its first day it was one of the very first resorts to open as well so i think it would just be cool to stay at one of the original ones and just kind of feel like you were connected to to the beginning so yeah i
1: think that was a really good pick i looked at it too um the reason i ended up not picking specifically the villa is not that i wouldn't want to stay there however um for me disney is about the resorts um that i you don't know for lack of a better word congestion the people around you like that's cool to me not saying i wouldn't go here sure if we had the money that'd be great uh, but that's just the tiebreaker that brought it for me um one thing i didn't mention about animal kingdom that was my honorable mention and i really had a tough time deciding is they have an option where you can have an experience where you dine with um an animal specialist and that sounds really interesting to me. Basically, it's like a 45-minute uh, experience where you get to eat dinner uh, with your traveling party and an animal specialist, and they answer whatever questions you have and tell you fun facts. And that seemed really, really interesting to me. Um, so I just want to put that out there for forgot. Uh, no, I
0: think that would be fun. There's an experience like that. I think it's at um, Hollywood Studios or something where you can dine with an animation artist. So. Yeah, that's but but nice. I think meeting with an animal person, especially if you're staying at the Animal Kingdom Lodge would probably be awesome. So I would be into that as well. I was just going to say something and now I forget. But I guess it's good because we probably need to end this episode so we don't go on and on and on. And I'll save my fun fact for another episode where we talk about something similar.
1: It will be great, (laughs) yeah. So our next episode, uh, surprise to Abigail because she doesn't know what it is. But I've decided that I want to do the ones that we go back to, a resort that we want to go back to. Um, And the reason I'm bringing that up now is because I feel like A lot of the stuff we picked right now, we really like for sure, but we both had the privilege and honor to be at several different resorts, which kind of eliminated them from being on this list. Um, So that will be our next one for sure. I'm excited about it. And hopefully your fun fact will come back to you for that one.
0: Yes. I think it was about one of these, but if I remember, I'll She'll remember. She always
1: remembers. She'll remember (laughs) at 11 o'clock at night, but she'll remember.
0: (laughs) Oh, I remember what it is. Okay, real quick. Okay, so at the Polynesian Resort, if you stay in the bungalow, you also get your own private pool, which is kind of cool that you get to have your own pool. I think you still have access. I assume you still have access to the main pool at the Polynesian, but the fact that you kind of get your own pool and it overlooks the water, just super cool. Magic Kingdom. You know, I'm about it. Okay. Okay, that's it. I remembered
1: cool um moving forward um like always please write comments subscribe reviews uh email us write notes slide in the dms whatever you need to do Um, give us some kind of feedback criticism like you guys have been we appreciate it um, we're looking forward to talk to you. Abby will give you the deeps on how to do those things because I can never remember.
0: Yeah, so if you want to send us an email, it's going to be mouseearsrequired at mail And then if you want to follow us on the Instagram, or like Tim said, slide into our DMs. Our Instagram handle is mouseearsreq. R E Q. We are on there. We try to keep you updated on what Disney news we see come up into our story, and also you know drop some fun pictures of us when we were little kids. But thank y'all again for tuning in this week and listening to our sixth episode. We'll be back next week to talk about those resorts that we can't wait to go back to. And we hope that everyone had a fabulous weekend and a great start to their Monday. Thanks. See you next week.